morning everyone and welcome back onto YouTube and to everybody else out there who's watching. Hi, welcome, welcome along. If I was to ask you what is your purpose in life, what would you say? And if I was to ask you what is the purpose of a disciple of Jesus, would those two things marry up? Would they align? Is your purpose, according to a follower of Jesus, are you doing what Jesus called you to do? You might say, well, my purpose is to become more like Jesus. And that's not wrong. We are called to be Christ-like. But that really doesn't describe what that looks like in reality. Uh, what does it mean to be like Jesus? What does it mean to represent Jesus in the way that we live? I mean, it's not that helpful. Uh, to be like Jesus, what does that mean? Do you dress in a long white robe and you walk around the countryside? you know, with a long flowing uh, hair and carrying a cross maybe, uh, teaching people about Jesus, uh, healing people, maybe dropping in unannounced at someone's, uh, for dinner at someone's house. I mean, saying your purpose is to be like Jesus is a little bit like me saying that I represent Australia or I'm a farmer 
or I'm an artist? Because your next question will be, so what is it that you do? How do you represent Australia? What sport do you play? Well, what do you farm? Or what style of painting do you do? How do you represent Jesus? It's more of a practical question. And that's my question to you this morning. What do you do? How do you represent Jesus? What does it look like for you to be a, a spiritually responsive disciple of Jesus? And what is it that disciples in the 21st century are supposed to be doing? What, I mean, if Jesus was here today, what would he be doing? I think these are some of the questions that the first disciples of Jesus were asking after the resurrection and the ascension of Jesus. They would have been like, so what now? What, what do we do next? Where do we go from here? How, how do you want us to represent you, Jesus? And to answer that question, what we need to do is go to the book of Acts, where John finishes, and, and look at what they did next. What did the disciples do? And don't worry, I'm not going to go through all of the book of Acts chapter by chapter, because what we're just looking for are the principles of, of what did they actually do so that we can follow their example. What the disciples were expecting was to do exactly what Jesus had been talking about right throughout the New Testament in, in, in his teaching about the kingdom to come. They were expecting Jesus, after his resurrection, to rule, to reign, to restore Israel. And so they expected that they would be reigning with Jesus. And so it didn't work out exactly that way, but it's very similar. But let's look at this, this verse in Acts chapter 1. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 6, it says, So when the apostles were with Jesus... They kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and to restore our kingdom? And he replied, the Father alone has authority to set those dates and those times. They are not for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. What does that look like for these guys? What were they expecting Jesus to do? It sounds to me by the question that they're expecting this kingdom, Jesus to establish his kingdom on earth and beginning with the restoration of Israel as a nation. And Jesus says, no, that's not going to happen just yet. Now let's take a step back for a second and ask this question. What is it that needed restoring? Why were they looking for this restoration to come? Well, creation was broken. We know right from Genesis that the world has not been the way that it's meant to be since creation. Adam and Eve disobeyed God and as a result the rest of the world followed and the consequences of sin started to destroy the earth and relationships relationships were broken and people started to live independent lives separate from God and as we know since then the world has been in a slow decline away from God and Jesus says that that is going to continue until Jesus returns to restore it Let's have a look at um, Jesus' example of that in Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17, verse 20. One day, the, one day the Pharisees asked Jesus, When will the kingdom of God come? And Jesus replied, The kingdom of God can't be detected by visible signs. You won't be able to say, Here it is, or it's over there. For the kingdom of God is already among you. Then he said to his disciples, 
The time is coming when you will long to see the day when the Son of Man returns. But you won't see it. People will tell you, look, there, he, there is the Son of Man, or here he is. But don't go out and follow them. For as lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other, so it will be on the day when the Son of Man comes. But first the Son of Man must suffer terribly and be rejected by this generation. And when the Son of Man returns, it will be like in the days of Noah. In those days, the people enjoyed banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time that Noah entered his boat and the flood came and destroyed them all. And the world will be as it was in the days of Lot. And people went about their daily business, eating and drinking, buying and selling, farming and building, until the morning Lot left Sodom. Then the fire and burning sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. Yes, it will be business as usual, right up to the day when the Son of Man is revealed. So then, what is the role of the disciple in all of this carnage? What are we supposed to be doing during this time? Jesus explained in verse 17, For the kingdom of God is within you, which means we bring light into the darkness. We restore what is broken. And how do we do that? Well, what was it that Peter started doing back in Acts? Well, Peter started preaching back in the temple. He started doing what Jesus was doing. He was sharing the good news of the kingdom. This is what he says in Acts chapter 3, verse 17. Friends, I realize that what you and your leaders did to Jesus was done in ignorance. But God was fulfilling what all the prophets had foretold about the Messiah, that he must suffer these things. Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord, and he will again send you Jesus, your appointed Messiah. For he must remain in heaven until the time for the final restoration of all things, as God promised long ago through his prophets Moses. So we see that what started in Israel will spread throughout the whole world and all families on earth will be blessed. So we're living in this time in between when the, rest, the restoration has started. After Jesus' death, his resurrection and ascension, the Holy Spirit came and the restoration started at that point with the church. The kingdom of God was coming back to earth. The price had been paid. The debt that we owed God has been cancelled and times of refreshment were about to come and people were actually able to have relationship with God again, be restored back to God. The restoration has started and that restoration will continue up until the time of the final restoration when Jesus returns again. So what is it that we should be doing? Restoring people, bringing times of refreshment, bringing blessing back to into people's lives until Jesus comes again. That's our calling. That's our purpose. So that's going to be our theme for the next few months. And we'll be following an outline uh, written by a guy in our church called Tim White, co-written from a book called Transformation by Design. And so it's the idea that we are being transformed according to God's purpose and design, and that it talks about the role that we can play in in this kingdom to come. So we're first going to look at what is a biblical perspective? What, how do we live according to a biblical worldview? And what is it 
mean to have a biblical worldview? What does it mean to be a responsive disciple of Jesus? What does a disciple look like? And we, want, we need to understand how can we actually engage or align ourselves with Christ and his purpose and what he's doing in the world? How do we go about joining him as agents of restoration? We need to understand what the nature of the kingdom is and in order to play an active part in the kingdom. And then we're going to start looking at our active responses. How is it that we implement our worldview into our everyday lives? And some of the topics we look at in this is building community. How do we go about building community, caring for the earth, celebrating life, challenging the distortions of this world, practicing hospitality, shaping culture, transforming our minds, um, and how do we implement the kingdom of God in our everyday? How do we bring the kingdom of God into our workplace? And how do we model that? I hope that you'll find this series life-changing and transforming. I think you will. And I pray that you'll continue to be transformed by the Spirit and engage in the work of bringing restoration and refreshment and blessing into the lives of the people, the people that are in your circle of influence Remember, if the kingdom of God is within you, then those around you are coming under the influence of that that kingdom, that it will radiate from you and that you will be able to influence people for the kingdom of God, bring restoration and blessing into their lives. Well, let me pray for you today before we finish. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your love that you have for each one of us. We thank you for the love you have for the world. We thank you for inviting us into your plans and your purpose to restore the world. We thank you that Jesus has come and established the start of this restoration, that we can be back in relationship with you. And so I pray that, Lord, you will work in us to bring transformation and that you will use us to help establish your kingdom here on earth, that your kingdom within us will radiate and influence many people and we'll see many people around us in our circle of influence come to know you and be restored by your spirit. I ask this today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Have a great week, church. We'll see you again soon. Bye for now. Shout Jesus from the mountains Jesus in the streets Jesus in the darkness over every
Jesus 